Hello everyone and thank you for tuning into this how-to podcast which is about how to create a rhythm of prayer in your life. Three simple steps. So here we go. Step one, record a normal week. The first step is to understand what a normal week looks like for you. And by normal, I mean one that includes regular activities that you would do on most weeks of the year. So to do this, jot down how you spend your time over the course of this week, maybe each evening, or you might want to do it through the day. And it doesn't have to include exact timings, but the more detail will help reveal your current rhythm of life. So things to think about including in that week are work, whether that's paid or unpaid. That includes looking after children or other family members, if that's how you spend your working life. It could be studying if you're a student or at school. You might also want to include leisure, hobbies, rest times, meal times. And then also key relationships, time with family, with a partner, close friends, children, church, whatever other key relationships you have and commitments. And then also things like personal administration, doing the bills, that stuff at home that you have to do, or maybe the housework. So all these kind of things, just think about them and jot them down. So record a normal week. Step two find space in your week. As you review your normal week, a rhythm will emerge, revealing where there is regular space to pray and read scripture. Even if there is an odd day, it doesn't quite seem to fit. There will be a rhythm that emerges. And this rhythm may vary according to a season in your life, whether that's because of work, children, education, health, uh, but these rhythms will be visible even if they do change through seasons. And that's one reason to revisit this exercise as well uh, through different stages in life. But examples of rhythm and prayer and reading scripture are in the Bible and from other people, such as Adam and Eve, in the book of Genesis, chapter three, verse eight, it says they met with God as he walked in the garden in the cool of the day. It seemed to be something they did regularly. Jesus himself obviously prayed lots of times, but he seemed to regularly go out in the morning to pray. Mark 1, 35. And then there are other examples. When I was a teenager, I often prayed before I went to sleep. That was the time that I found time with God. But then I know other people who spend time in their lunch hours at work. They take themselves off to a place where they won't be disturbed, whether that's their car, whether that's a part of the office, and they just dedicate that time to God. So a rhythm will emerge. Step three decide where your lifestyle needs to be pruned. At this point, it would be helpful if you listen to the podcast on the semicircle 
of work and rest, which is about the need to prune our lives to make space for God and also to be productive in what we do. And Jesus spoke about this in John chapter 15, verses 1 to 8. But it, essentially, it's about our lives because when we came to know Jesus, we have a life that has grown and developed without space for God. So now to make God central in our lives, to follow Jesus, there will inevitably need to be some pruning and cutting back of things to shape our lives around him. In my own life, this has included hobbies, TV, internet, social media, food, sport, and even some relationships. But looking back, I can see the benefit of these decisions because it created an intimacy with Jesus that is good for the whole of my life. So how do you know what needs to be pruned? Well, first of all, we know because something is taking over our lives and needs to be addressing. And we might be able to see this in our weekly plan. Secondly, we might need to prune something because it's unhealthy for us. It's not what good God would want in our lives and it's not good for our key relationships. Thirdly, we might want to talk with a person about our normal week and in doing that they might give a fresh perspective on what could change. And then fourthly, God will reveal it to us either through the Bible or through the Holy Spirit. Now it's important to say at this point that pruning can take place quickly or over a longer period of time and I'd encourage you to listen to that podcast on the semicircle to know more about that. In our lives there will be things that we can prune quickly and things that will take longer to change but we are all in an ongoing journey with God through life and its seasons. And that means that we will have ongoing pruning in our lives and we'll have to re-explore our rhythm of life and create that space around God. But as we develop that, and as we spend time with God, we will then see him transforming the rest of our lives, bringing a fruitfulness that wasn't there before. So I want to encourage you that God will work in your lives, that God will show up as you make space for him. It will bring a blessing for you personally, but also into the world around you as well. So I'd encourage you to make that time and shape your life more fully around Jesus.